The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Namaste from a campground in Massachusetts. We are often moving on the Rebel Road Tour and have had some amazing shows in the places that we've gone, connecting voices and hearts and really sharing with people as their, their souls and their guts and their hearts are lit up for the, with the dreams that they're holding as their unique genius and purpose and presence on the planet. We are uh, having another show this Sunday in Rehoboth, Mass., and then we're off to Vermont on Monday, and then into Canada and Toronto, Ottawa, and Halifax. So definitely follow along at therebelroad.com and through all of the daily diaries and on social media so that you can tap into one of the shows and experiences that is taking place. I'm really excited tonight about the show that we're having, and I want to start off really grounding into a space of presence and being focused on the light. So I'd like to ask for you to just sit back and close your eyes and breathe and really center into your heart and the divine line that rests on the front of your spine as you hear these words that are from the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? by Patricia Kodorobles. Staying focused on the light is what we're doing right now. Oh, Father, Mother, God, I invoke the full momentum of your divine light and love. In deep humility and gratitude, I consecrate every facet of my being to be the open door for this influx of light. I am a cup, a holy grail, through which the light and love of God are now flowing to bless all of life on earth. Through the unspeakable power of God's light and love, every man, woman, and child comprehends the truth that all life is interconnected, interrelated, and interdependent. A renewed sense of oneness and reverence for all life now flows through each heart flame. Every person knows, I am my mighty, I am presence. I am one with the divine heart and mind of God. I am one with the I am presence of all humanity. I am one with the elemental kingdom and Mother Earth. I am one with the angelic kingdom, and I am one with all of the beings of light throughout infinity. Through this knowing, every person is raised into a higher level of consciousness and people everywhere begin to perceive viable solutions to the maladies existing on earth. Lightworkers join together to create the perfection of heaven on earth. As they do, all traces of pain and suffering are transmuted into the light. Every concept of lack and limitation ceases to exist and the abundance of light floods the earth. The abundance of God floods the earth. People perceive and acknowledge the divinity blazing in every heart flame. Humanity now knows and accepts that all life is divine. 
This realization inspires every person to feel and express love and mutual respect for every other part of life. As the collective thoughts and feelings of humanity continually empower the perfection of heaven on earth, the physical plane is transformed and transfigured. The body of Mother Earth is restored to a verdant paradise of splendor and light. The life of every living being is filled with love, joy, happiness, prosperity, vibrant health, fulfillment, enlightenment, eternal peace, harmony, balance, spiritual wisdom, and every other divine quality of our Father Mother God. Mother Earth dons her seamless garment of light and ascends up the spiral of evolution into the full expression of her new fifth-dimensional solar reality. The heavens rejoice and our Father Mother God respond, Welcome home, beloved children. Well done. And so it is. I am, I am, I am. Breathe in deeply the light of I am that you are. As you take in these beautiful words, just a few of many that are in the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? Patricia Diane Podorobles was a marriage and family counselor for 20 years, and she now spends her time freely sharing the information she's receiving from the beings of light in the realms of illumined truth. This sacred knowledge is designed to give humanity clarity, understanding, and encouragement as we progress through these wondrous but often challenging times on earth. You can find out more about her at eraofpeace.org. Definitely, if you want a rich experience of understanding of illumined truth, the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? is one to definitely pick up. I'd like to welcome Patricia to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome. Thank you, Simran Singh. I'm delighted to be here. I, I love so many of the beautiful prayers and words of illumined truth that are in your book. And it is true that we as humanity are in the midst of a probably the greatest shift of consciousness that we've ever experienced. And, and this is causing an awakening that sometimes feels good and sometimes feels or is experienced in a way that doesn't feel good. And I'd love to help bring some understanding as to how we got here and where we're going. Can you first talk about how this information or where this information is coming from that is, is in this beautiful book? Well, the information is coming from the higher realms of illumined truth, from the beings of light that we've always known throughout our many evolutions, but that when we fell into such separation and duality, we lost the awareness of. We lost the awareness of our own true God reality, our I am presence, that part of us that is truly one with our Father, Mother, God, and we lost awareness of the legions of light that are standing in readiness awaiting the opportunity to help us. We were always supposed to have contact and guidance from these beings. These are the beings that are associated with all of the various world religions, ascended masters, angelic realms, cosmic and ascended beings, literally through all creation, higher and higher, levels of evolved beings and they're like college professors compared to us being kindergarten students and in the beginning we had open heart and mind telepathic communication with these beings of light and we were never supposed to to lose that you know it was never the divine plan that we just fumble through this life literally weeping and wailing through our valley of tears uh, through trial and error. We were supposed to have the guidance and the direction from these beings that were teaching us 
how to use our creative faculties of thought and feeling to become co-creators of heaven on earth, to learn how to take the unformed primal light substance, the gift of light from our Father, Mother, God, and then through our unique expression, through our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings, bring those patterns of perfection and co-create new, previously unknown expressions of divinity in the physical plane. So when we lost the awareness of that, we disconnected, and so we started perceiving that this physical reality is all that is when we fell into such dense discord and that our physical body is who we are and that we develop this fragmented fear-based ego and this ego thinks that its purpose and reason for being is to gratify the physical senses. So it thinks whatever it needs to do to do that lie, cheat, steal, and kill <laughs> is appropriate. And we can see evidence of that all over. So now, as you mentioned, we're in this incredible awakening. So we're raising back up again. We're reconnecting, opening our hearts, reconnecting with that open heart and mind, telepathic communication with the higher realms. And I want to really clearly state that I don't want every, anyone to ever accept anything as truth just because somebody's told you it's so. But this new information that's coming, this awareness, this is for each and every one of us. I consider myself a perfectly ordinary human being that just persistently asked God, why in the world is there so much pain and suffering in the world? And then took the time to wait for the answer. And so like all of the world religions have said in one form or another, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven within and all else will be revealed to you. Ask and you shall receive, knock and the door will be open. These are not just lofty platitudes or religious rhetoric. These are profound truths for each of us. So this connection with the realms of truth has nothing to do with being psychic or having or channeling or having extra sensory, supernatural gifts or abilities. It is available to all of us and it's part of our natural divine heritage that we lost awareness of. And it's really important for us to do this for ourselves because receiving information from outside of ourselves from other people, even though it may be beneficial and help us move along our path so we can do this for ourselves, the ultimate goal is to do that because no matter how much you love someone or how clear you think they are or how sincere you think they are, that information is still being filtered through that person's consciousness, which is going to be different than yours because you have different experiences, you're learning different things from this earthly sojourn at this time. And so I, I equate it with like when there's a car accident and five people witness it and the police interview the people and they get five different descriptions of what happened. Well, it's not because five different things happened. It's because each person was learning something different, seeing it through their experience, their own eyes, so they were learning different things. So this open heart and mind, telepathic communication with the beings of light is available to each and every one of us right here and right now. Well, and let's start with the very basics, because I think the title of your book, Who Am I and Why Am I Here?, um, those are questions that have probably been asked throughout history. People have questioned what their purpose is and what that is here. 
But now it seems as if there are more and more people that are truly intensely motivated to find the answers to those questions and really feeling somewhere in their bodies that there is a specific uh, genius or a specific something that they are here to to do. Talk a little bit about those questions and, and the asking of them and how that is going to be part of receiving the answers and going into the next steps of understanding not only where we came from but where we're going. Okay. What you're mentioning is absolutely the truth when you say that there is a unique and unprecedented awakening taking place on the planet. We are in the midst of a unique experiment that has never been attempted in any system of worlds. Never has a planet that's fallen to this depth of separation and duality been given an opportunity to move forward in the light as quickly as we are. And as a result of that, because this is... We've talked about, you know, for the past three decades, really, this shift of the ages that we were moving toward. And everybody was focusing on the 5,125-year completion of the Mayan calendar that occurred on December 21st, 2012. But the beings of light want us to know that the shift of the ages is something far greater than that. The shift of the ages is a moment in time that occurs every so many millions of years, and it involves far more than the completion of just one cycle. It is actually cycles within cycles within cycles throughout the whole of creation during this cosmic moment dovetail into one rhythmic momentum with the core of creation, the literal heartbeat of the all-encompassing presence of our Father, Mother, God, all that is. And during that cosmic moment, our Father, Mother, God breathes the whole of creation up the spiral of evolution to the next octave of our learning experience. Now, that's actually what we occurred, what occurred because of decades worth of work by light workers all over the planet and awakening souls all over the planet. That was God victoriously accomplished on December 21st, 2012. And these things take place in the realms of cause, and then they begin to filter in the outer world. Now we're in the process of bringing these patterns into the physical plane. So in order to make this shift, and the experiment was to see if our sisters and brothers that had fallen to the depths of separation and duality would be able to be lifted up enough to make the shift into the higher frequencies that we have now ascended into. And all we had to do was reach a critical mass of souls that were able to make the shift because once we reach that critical mass, the remaining souls are lifted up and everyone moves forward in the light. That creates this unstoppable shift which we've actually been through. So in order for this plan to succeed, the greater plan was that every single person in embodiment at this time has volunteered to participate in this unique experiment. And in other time frames and dimensions, when we were between embodiments, we, when we were making the choice to come into the physical plane, the legions of light and our God Self, our I Am Presence, would look at our karmic liabilities and what opportunities and, and patterns for growth and learning, and we would volunteer 
to come into the life experiences that would give us the most growth. And sometimes we would choose dire enemies to be our parents so we could quickly clear up those karmic liabilities and and move forward. And what would occur at that time was that our I am presence in the beings of light would kind of say, great, give it your best shot. If you succeed, fine. If you don't, you'll have another opportunity to complete learning those lessons. But this time, it was different because this time we were heading toward this once in every so many million years shift of the ages. And there were literally billions of souls on this planet that were in danger of not being able to reach the vibration necessary to make the shift. So a super experiment took place and legions of light throughout creation volunteered to come into the physical plane to help humanity. And all of the beings, even those of the earth evolutions that were resisting moving forward in the light, everybody agreed to fulfill part of the plan. And for the first time ever, there isn't a soul in the physical plane that has volunteered to accomplish part of a divine plan that hasn't already God victoriously succeeded in accomplishing that plan in some other time frame or dimension because Mm -hmm. it was critical that we succeed. So each and every one of us that have volunteered, and that's all of us, regardless of how far it may appear that we are from, from doing our part of this plan, every single one of us has everything we need within us to succeed God victoriously. So we have the free will to not do it, uh, but we have the absolute ability to do it. So what we're doing now is beginning to remember, and this is what this awakening is. The good news is that this means every single one of us has the ability to achieve whatever it is we volunteered to accomplish in this lifetime. No matter how colossal or complex the mission is that we volunteered for, we already have within us everything we need to succeed. This is true regardless of how inadequate or unprepared we may feel through the perception of our fragmented, fear-based human egos. The reality is we all have the strength, wisdom, knowledge, skill, courage, and willingness to be God victorious. If that were not the case, we would not have been allowed to embody on earth at this time. This is from the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? by Patricia Diane Cota Robles. And you can find out more about her at eraofpeace.org. We'll be right back with Patricia. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. If you are not registered for 1111 Magazine, that is my gift to humanity, freely given every other month, and it is comprised of many beautiful articles and people around the world submitting their beads of truth that they're willing to share. So definitely register at my website, and you can have that freely sent to you every other month. In addition, you can tap into my own book, Conversations with the Universe. We no longer need teachers or gurus. We are our own teacher and guru, and we have the world speaking to us in many ways, signs, symbols, synchronicities that help to guide us so that we know our own direction to follow as we step into our place on the planet and really allow our unique genius to unfold. My guest today is Patricia Cota Robles, and we are speaking about her book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here?, The divine intelligence that we refer to as God is a radiant force field of pure light that encompasses every particle and wave of life in the whole of creation. God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. God is the Alpha, I, and the Omega, Am, the beginning and the ending. The cosmic I Am, God, is all that is. This is divided into masculine polarities and feminine polarities. Because, Patricia, when you are writing in the book in the very beginning, you talk about this and you go into the different uh, individuations and the different streams of God, the different vehicles, and you also call them the solar aspects of the deity. Will you talk a little bit about how that all began and and ultimately how that fall is uh, is part of the reason that we had to go back and re-experience some of the negativity that we were not to have experienced originally. Right. Okay, I'll be glad to. The, you know, as we're learning and and reconnecting with the truth, this information isn't intended to dispute our present belief systems and to tell us what we believe is wrong, but rather to enhance what we already know and to give us greater clarity. And one of the important things is the realization that God is this full, divine, all-encompassing presence vibrating with the masculine polarity of our Father God and the feminine polarity of our Mother God. And in the beginning, the, our Father God sent forth into each of our, through our beings as sons and daughters of God, we were sent forth as miniature sons off of this all-encompassing force field of light. And this I am presence that we are uh, and coming into physical manifestation, there was a sapphire blue ray of our Father God that activated our left brain hemisphere, the rational, logical mind, and the power center in our throat, and then anchored in our heart as a blue flame of divine will and power, the masculine polarity of God. Our Mother God, the Divine Feminine, is the love nature of God, 
and activated the right brain, a crystalline pink radiance of light that activated the feminine polarity, the right brain hemisphere, and our creative intuitive mind, and radiated through our heart center, anchoring as a magnificent pink plume of divine love and the feminine polarity of God. These two frequencies, the blue plume of our Father God's power and the pink plume of our Mother God's love, merged into this magnificent violet flame of God's infinite perfection. And this violet flame then blazed up into our physical brain structures, activating our spiritual brain centers, our pituitary, pineal, hypothalamus glands, and the ganglionic centers at the base of our brain. This awakened our crown chakra of enlightenment, birthing us into Christ consciousness, the consciousness of the sons and daughters of God. And this is a yellow-gold flame of enlightenment, wisdom and understanding, and illumination that was anchored in our heart as well. So this threefold flame in our heart, the blue flame of our Father God's power, the pink flame of our Mother God's love, and the yellow-gold flame of Christ consciousness, the son and daughter of God's wisdom and enlightenment, is what is we've known as the Holy Trinity. Now, when we began to misqualify our gift of life and create negativity, we realized as we were experiencing the painful results of our thoughts and feelings that we were uh, creating negativity in a way that was causing pain for us so that we wouldn't feel so much pain. We closed our heart chakra. This blocked the portal that our mother God, the divine feminine, had into the physical plane. So she was forced to withdraw and to a mere trickle of her original perfection. So our right brain was receiving barely enough light from the feminine polarity of God to sustain brain consciousness. This caused our right brain to become almost dormant and our spiritual brain centers to atrophy. This is what closed our crown chakra of enlightenment, cutting us off from the higher realms of illumined truth. And so we started then without access to our I am presence, without access to the company of heaven that was guiding and directing us, we started using our power without the balance of love. So the masculine polarity of God, when we were, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were in male bodies, we would abuse that by being aggressive and domineering. And when we were in female bodies, we abused it by suppressing our power and allowing ourselves to be oppressed and dominated. And we can see evidence of that all over the world at this time. Now, once we did that, developing this, as I mentioned earlier, this fragmented, fear-based human ego, this ego actually, amazingly, started accepting without question that as sons and daughters of God, we had a single parent and that that parent was a male. Well, what child is ever born without a mother? So... We got on this total distorted patriarchal consciousness, not balanced with love, into this dysfunctional aspect. So ever since that time, the beings of light have been striving to expand the full potential of our divine potential by bathing us 
with what is known as the 12 solar aspects of deity. And this is what you were talking about, Simran Singh. Uh, these energies. Our Father, Mother, God, the all-encompassing, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God presence that is our Father, Mother, God is what is being referred to now as the divine matrix. And everything in the whole of creation lives, moves, breathes, and has its being in this divine matrix, which really is the body of our Father, Mother, God. And the foundation of this is divine love, transfiguring divine love, the most powerful, unfathomable frequencies of love that we can possibly imagine. This is why this where the statement came from, that God is love and love is all there is. This, again, is not just rhetoric or trite ramblings. This is a profound reality. Love is the divine matrix of our Father, Mother, God. And every other attribute and quality of God reverberates and emanates from this foundation of love. So this foundation of love has sent forth what's referred to as 12 solar aspects of deity. And each of those aspects contains specific colors, frequencies, cosmic tones, sounds, and attributes and qualities. And collectively... Patricia, Patricia, I know that one thing I've heard before, and you also mention it in the book as well, is you talk about 12 strands of DNA that we originally had and that there was something that happened where we short-circuited and it resulted in just the double helix that scientists or that people thought about for the longest time. Are those 12 strands these same solar deities? Um, is, that, is that connected in some way? And is that re-emerging within us? And how is it activated to re-emerge within us? Okay, this is absolutely emerging within us. And... That fall that I talked about after we closed our heart and fell into such separation, that's when we fell into such dense frequencies that our original 12 solar strands of DNA that literally brought forth all of the divine qualities in the 12 solar aspects of deity short-circuited into this double helix that our scientists know now. So what's happening now, we're reversing these adverse effects of the fall. Now, we've moved from a seven-fold chakra system, you know, reflecting this, the seven, the spectrum of the rainbow. When these 12 solar aspects of deity are projected into the dense frequency of a third-dimensional reality, it's like putting a solar ray through a prism. And these solar aspects of deity were transformed just in step-down frequency into the rainbow, just like we see when we put a solar ray through a prism, we see the seven spectrums of the rainbow. And that's what our original 12 chakras were, beginning with the root chakra, the red root chakra at the base of the spine, ending with the indigo at our crown chakra. But as we are now ascending at a cellular level up the spiral of evolution, we have now, in the past three decades, moved through the third dimension into the fourth dimension, through the fourth dimension, and now we have taken the initial impulse onto the spiral of the fifth dimension, which is what we used to think of as the heavenly realms. And because this in-breath that we experienced, the shift of the ages, involves all creation, the heavenly realms 
have moved into the sixth dimension. So in the fifth dimension that we are now beginning to get a glimpse of, we have 12 solar chakras, and each of those chakras reflects the 12 solar aspects of deity. And when these energies come in together, they're known as the circle of the sacred 12. And rather than having each chakra reflect a different color and different quality as our sevenfold spine did, in the 12-fold fifth-dimensional solar spine, each chakra is a radiant sun, a sphere blazing in all directions, pulsating with all of the 12 solar aspects of deity. And very quickly, let me just go over that just to have an idea. And this is just a minuscule fraction of the qualities. But the first solar aspect of deity is sapphire blue and reverberates with divine will and power. The second solar aspect of deity is the yellow gold and reverberates with enlightenment, wisdom, and understanding. The third is the crystalline pink and reflects the divine love and adoration and reverence for life. The fourth is white and reverberates with purity, hope, resurrection, and ascension. The fifth is emerald green and reverberates with concentration, illumined truth, healing, and uh, a whole momentum of inner vision. The sixth is a ruby gold frequency that reverberates with um, ministering grace, devotional worship, and the Christ made manifest. The seventh is the violet flame. And the seventh solar aspect of deity is going to be the predominant energy of the Aquarian age that we have now moved into. So this balance, it's the perfect balance of our Father, Mother, God, and it reverberates with mercy, compassion, forgiveness, the infinite perfection of God, and the full divine balance of our Father, Mother, God. It's going to be the predominant influence on the planet for the 2,000 years that it takes for us to move through this next age of Aquarius. Then there's the eighth solar aspect of deity that's aquamarine and reverberates with clarity and new levels of perception and understanding. The ninth solar aspect is magenta and its harmony and balance. The tenth solar aspect of deity is very important for us at this time. This is the golden ray of eternal peace and God's infinite abundance. And the beings of light want us to understand that these two attributes of our Father, Mother, God, eternal peace and, and infinite abundance are inseparable aspects. We can't experience one without the other. So this is a critical time for healing this incredible consciousness of lack and limitation and poverty and also the consciousness of war and hatred and the abuse of power so that we can move into these patterns of eternal peace and infinite abundance. Thank you, Patricia, for such a beautiful explanation of that. So who are these beings of light from the realms of illumined truth? Who are these messengers of God who are willing to selflessly assist you and me and the rest of humanity? These are our sisters and brothers. They are sons and daughters of God, just like you and me, but they're far more advanced in their evolutionary process. These children of God completed their lessons long ago in the third-dimensional schools of learning. They accomplished that facet of their divine plan, either in this world or in another system of worlds, where they learned to become co-creators with God. Upon graduation, they ascended the spiral of evolution into the next dimension of their evolutionary process. 
and now they're assisting all of us to do the same. These beings of light are equivalent of college professors compared to you and me, who are the equivalent of kindergarten students. This is all from the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? by Patricia Kodorobles. And you can find out more about her at eraofpeace.org. That's E-R-A-O-F-P-E-A-C-E dot org. We'll be right back with Patricia. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The heavenly realms transcend the humanly created psychic astral plane, which is a sea of negativity that surrounds this planet. The psychic astral plane is an accumulation of humanity's distorted thought forms, destructive behavior patterns, and erroneous belief systems. The heavenly realms cannot be contaminated or defiled by these human miscreations. Within the heavenly realms, the beings of light serve as selfless messengers of our omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God, the cosmic I am, all that is. They function from the highest levels of integrity and truth. They know that we are one and that all of life is interconnected, interdependent, and interrelated. These beings will assist us only in ways that are in alignment with our divine plans and the highest good for all concerned. They never interfere with our free will, and they intervene in our lives only if they are invited to do so. This is from the book, Who Am I? Why Am I Here? by Patricia Kotorovlis. She is a, she was a marriage and family counselor for 20 years and now spends her time freely sharing the information she's receiving from the beings of light in the realms of illumined truth. This sacred knowledge is designed to give humanity clarity, understanding, and encouragement as we progress through these wondrous but often challenging times on Earth. You can find out more about her at eraofpeace.org. Welcome back, Patricia. I think that there were two additional 
as I mentioned, as to what you were speaking of when we left uh, the last segment, and I'd like you to complete uh, speaking about that before I ask my next question, so please sure. go ahead. Sure. We were talking about the 12 solar aspects of deity, and the last two, the 11th and the 12th. The 11th is a peach radiance of divine purpose, enthusiasm, and joy, and the 12th solar aspect of deity is a magnificent opalescent energy of transformation and transfiguration. Beautiful, beautiful. It seems that we have been so outer-focused for so long in terms of how we think we need to evolve or just being distracted by the outer life experiences. Uh, this phase of our life force journey is more about involution, and, and that really takes us back into our own hearts and, I guess, the heart of God. Can you talk about the importance of involution as we're moving forward and also the law of circle as the way you describe it in the book? Yes, the energies that we're receiving from on high are our actual gift of life that activates our brain and beats our heart and the electrical uh, unformed primal light that flows through us that gives us our gift of life. When we receive that, it enters our heart flame and it's stamped with our own unique individual electronic light pattern. This is something that we're learning from the higher realms that wasn't very obvious to us in the outer world. We know we have individual fingerprints and respiratory patterns and voice patterns and DNA patterns, but now we know that our gift of life is stamped with our own unique electronic light pattern like a snowflake when it enters our heart flame, the divinity, the threefold flame in our heart. And then we send it forth with our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings. And it goes forth like an electro or like a radio wave or a television wave to the person, place, condition, or thing we're thinking of or feeling energy toward or whatever it is that we're expressing. That's the process of involution. Then the process of evolution, completing the law of the circle, is that the energy must return to the source So first it's magnetized back to our heart flame, the same pattern that it vibrates with and flows through us back to the source. And the catch to that is that it cannot pass through us to go to the source, back to God, unless it's vibrating it with the same or a higher frequency of harmony and balance than what we originally received. So when we misqualify it with anger and hatred and all of the other abominations and mutations that we've inflicted on our gift of life, when it comes back, it can't pass through us, and so it begins accumulating around us. It literally interpenetrates the atomic cellular structures of our bodies, and this is what has caused aging and degeneration and disease and all of the maladies. It reflects on the elemental kingdom, causing inclement weather conditions and the decay and the things that we're witnessing in the elemental kingdom. And it accumulates around the earth as this, what you were mentioning, psychic astral realm of negativity until it is transmuted back into light. And when people talk about the near-death experience, they talk about passing through this dark tunnel into the light. This is what it is. They're passing through this psychic astral realm into the realms of light. And, of course, there's no such thing as hell. Where the concept of hell came from is that we are really vibrating at whatever level of consciousness and whatever we are a sum total of our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings at any given moment. So some people leave the physical plane 
who are really vibrating at a very negative discordant frequency depending on what they've been doing in their lives. And so they may not make it through this tunnel into the light and they'll be pulled into this psychic astral realm where it's just chaos. And this is what has been interpreted as hell. That is never part of the divine plan. And instantly Archangel Michael sends his angels of protection into those realms and say, you are trapped here, you're not supposed to be here, come with me and I'll take you to the inner schools of learning where you're supposed to be. But very often these souls are really mischievous, so they'll choose to not move forward right away until eventually something changes their mind and they do that. So this is the process of evolution. Now what's happening now, and the reason things seem so hard, and as you were talking before about you know, we're moving into the light, but there's so much pain in so many people's lives, and we witness it everywhere, is because there is no separation. There's no such thing as us and them. We can't just say cancel, cancel, and eliminate the past. Not one electron comes forth from the heart of God that's less than God's infinite love and harmony. So anything manifesting in this physical plane that's causing pain or suffering of any kind is a human miscreation and was never part of God's divine plan. So let me ask you one thing, Patricia, real quick. There are many movements going on on the planet right now where people are collectively coming together and they are in prayer or holding the space or holding the energy of the light. When they're doing that, are they able to transmute the misqualified thoughts and feelings of others around us, and then when we're doing that for ourselves, are we able to do it for many lifetimes or experiences that we would have had? Absolutely, and this is the key for what the Company of Heaven is trying to help us understand at this time. Since there is no separation, you and I and the God self of every other person on this planet are one. And what we invoke, there's a statement that says, as I am lifted up, all life is lifted up with me. And simply by saying, I am my I am presence, and I am one with the I am presence of all humanity, what I ask for myself, I ask for all life on this planet, we are shifted from the microcosm of our individual life experience to embracing the collective of all humanity. And the, when we are working through the I am presence, which is what we do when we make that statement, the I am presence of every person will only work in alignment with their divine plan and their highest good. But when we invoke light and send it to their I am presence, their I am presence through our invocation has permission to absorb that light and will use it to help that person quickly complete their lessons if they're going through challenges so that they can easily move forward in the light. So absolutely, we are the can serve as surrogates on behalf of all humanity. And we have the ability to transmute through this process the mass consciousness of this psychic astral plane that has been so oppressive that incidentally is infinitely more rarefied than it used to be. It's much, much clearer now. And the reason things seem so challenging is because we have to transmute this energy back into light. We created it, and we are responsible. This was our precious gift of life that we have distorted into these gross mutations of pain and hatred and prejudice and poverty and hunger and all of the inclement weather conditions. This is our human miscreation. We've created this. 
So now we're invoking the light, and there are billions. I mean, as you mentioned, the good news. The good news is that there are billions of people on this planet every single day that in one way or another turn their attention to a higher power and invoke the light of God into their lives. And these prayers are always heard, and they are always answered. So, ironically, the reason things seem so chaotic at this time is because the light of God is increasing exponentially on the planet. And it's entering the core of purity and every electron, and every bit of anything that conflicts with this light is being pushed to the surface. So from our perception as human beings in the physical plane, we easily see the garbage being pushed to the surface in our own lives and on a global scale. All we have to do is turn on the news. We see the negativity being pushed to the surface. What we don't see as easily is the incredible light that's pushing it to the surface. Now, the most powerful tool to transmute this misqualified energy is the violet flame. This is the perfect balance of our Father, Mother, God. And the way this works is that the violet flame, we invoke the violet flame and we ask the company of heaven, the legions of light, our I am presence to bring forth the violet flame. It enters our heart and it's stamped with our electronic light pattern and then we ask that it flood through the universe transmuting every electron of energy that conflicts with heaven on earth. And we ask the I am presence of every person to absorb this violet flame and to use it in alignment with that person's divine plan and the highest good for all concerned and to help that person quickly transmute the negativity. So, so Patricia, um, I want to ask one question in regard to invoking all of this light on the planet because a lot of people would say, well, if all this light is coming onto the planet, why does it feel like or appear as if things are getting worse? Okay, and it's for the reason that I just mentioned, because we see the, neg- the negativity is being pushed to the surface to be transmuted at a greatly accelerated pace. The reason that is happening is because there are billions of souls invoking the light and multi-millions of them working specifically with the violet flame to transmute this energy. So our fall from grace took place millions of years ago. So we are transmuting millions of years worth of humanity's misqualified energy literally in the twinkling of an eye. And it's coming up faster so we can perceive the negativity. This is why this time biblically was recalled the time of the screaming and gnashing of teeth because we see all the garbage. What we don't see that would be much more encouraging if we could see it is the reason it's coming up is because there's this awesome force field of light pushing it to the surface. And as soon as we transmute the surfacing negativity, we will be experiencing the patterns of perfection for the new earth, our resonant, you know, our whole momentum of our new planetary cause of divine love, our newly birthed renaissance of love, and we will be creating the new earth that has been prophesied through all world religions. I'd like to ask one question about the fall from grace. Can you give the distinction between our fall from grace and the belief that we are sinners or unworthy of of God's love so that people understand what the difference between those two are? Yes. 
the, you know, when, the, when we lost awareness of our God self, the world religions that were forming were trying to interpret what was going on. So they created this vision, you know, of misinterpreting actually the information that was being given. For instance, that the Adam and Eve is not literal, it is an allegory that was presented in the consciousness of humanity in a way that we could relate to. So the reality is, is that the reason it is said that Adam came first is because in any creation, our Father God breathes forth a divine matrix and a cosmic keynote that forms a tone that forms the matrix of whatever is being created. This is what is meant by in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God. The reason it is said that Eve or the feminine came next is because after our Father God forms the matrix on the outbreath of God, the cosmic tone, our Mother God inbreathes into the heart of the matrix the force field of divine love that creates the cohesive power that magnetizes the unformed primal light and holds it in that particular form. That's why it should have been that Eve came from Adam's heart, not his rib, but that's the best we knew. Now, it is said that Eve partook of this apple. You know, I mean, world religions are telling us the reason we're in this mess is because Eve ate that darned apple. This is why women have been abused and and reviled throughout history because Eve ate that apple causing all of this mess and all of this they say is from Eve eating the apple from original sin but that is a metaphor it is not a real it is not literal and the reason you know that uh, we were not ever supposed to partake of that tree of knowledge that was the first commandment. Our purpose and reason for being was to use our gift of life to learn how to co-create the patterns of perfection so that we would say, how today shall I use my gift of life to create the wonders of love and harmony and music and art and all the splendor of heaven on earth? It was never intended, today shall I use my gift of life to create prosperity or poverty or health or disease. That was part of the fall. So what happened when we began misqualifying our gift of life using our negativity, our negative thought forms, that was when we first began partaking of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the reason it is said that Eve is the one that partook of the apple is because we are the ones that, that through the emotional love nature closed our hearts and blocked that flow of the divine feminine. Not with men or women. It was that we blocked the flow of love when we were partaking of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So, Patricia, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to have to stop you because our show is coming to an end, but that just gives people reason to have to go out and buy this book because okay. it is rich and filled with so much. It is Who Am I? Why Am I Here? by Patricia Diane Cotorobles. And I'd like to end really allowing you to just sit back again, close your eyes and breathe and experience one of the uh, beautiful writings that are in here that invokes the violet flame. Take a deep breath, close your eyes as we finish out this show. Through the presence of God, I am now blazing in my heart. I invoke all of the legions of light who are associated with the fifth dimensional frequencies of violet flame. 
On behalf of myself and all humanity, I am now blazing the fifth-dimensional frequencies of the violet flame through every atomic and subatomic particle and wave of life on Earth that is vibrating at a frequency less than the harmony and balance of God. Beloved I am, look into my life and the lives of all humanity and see what yet remains to be balanced by us to any person, place, condition, or thing we may have wronged at any time, in any way, for any reason. Reach your great loving hands of light into all of the positively qualified energy we have released throughout our earthly sojourns and draw forth a thousand times as much perfection as we have ever never done wrong. Fashion from this substance of perfection a gift of love, whatever is necessary to balance every debt we have created, which still remains unpaid to any part of life. Beloved I am, I ask you to forgive every person, place, condition, or thing which may have wronged us in any way, and balance all debts owed to us by life everywhere. I accept this done through the power of God I am, and so it is. In love, of love, with love and as love, I'm Simran Singh. Thank you, Patricia Cota Robles, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. And until next week, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.